Welcome to Unabridged, the weekly podcast where teachers take on books. We're your hosts. I'm Sarah, and I'm here today with Jen and Ashley. This is Ashley. We'll chat about our Unabridged Book Club's pick of the month, recommend related books, and share our nerdy English teacher love of reading with our Unabridged highlights and with short episodes featuring targeted topics. To follow along with our schedule, visit our website, unabridgedpod.com, where the books we read are linked for purchase. You want opinions about books? We've got them. Okay, so we are here today with an unabridged short, and we are doing our follow-up to our prior episode on Dumplin', and today we are talking about the movie to book adapt, or sorry, the book to movie adaptation, and I think um, this is going to be a very interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so before we get started, though, of course, I have to say, mm-hmm. um, please, if you can, go rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple iTunes, um, on the Apple iTunes app, because it is just so important. It helps people find our show, and it also just it helps us in our ratings and getting more listeners and then therefore being able to do way more things. So please rate, review, and subscribe. We're begging you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I am. <laughs> I won't speak for the others. We will beg with you. <laughs> yep, I'm begging. Yep. Um, so let's get to it. Let's discuss the... Um, book to movie adaptation so let's talk just i think it would be best to just talk first about just our own general thoughts and opinions um this is actually (laughs) we were at we always have we need like cue cards um, for when we're going to talk but um so we were just uh silently trying to figure out who was going first (laughs) it's fine um i i really i really loved it um i feel like i've been disappointed by a lot of um young adult movies um because often they're underappreciated under budgeted um and have a lot of kind of restrictions that then mean that they wind up not being great um i did and so i really enjoyed it um as has been the the theme um i guess maybe this wasn't sure of the hate you give but the other ones we've done so far typically i am frantically reading the book very (laughs) shortly before i watch the movie and consequently, it's really hard not to compare mm-hmm. the whole time. So I loved it. Um, I watched it with my husband, and um, he really enjoyed it also. We have had a lot of Dolly Parton in our house this <laughs> um, And so, you know, I mean, I think there's just it, – it, he had not read the book, um, and so I thought it was neat to see that, like, the movie definitely stands up mm-hmm. on its own, and he really enjoyed watching it, whereas I feel like a lot of young adult movies – don't stand up as well on their own. Um, like they're a lot of times caught up on a kind of love story. And if you haven't read the book, you don't feel mm-hmm. the kind of bigger part. Um, but I felt like he really enjoyed it. And I mean, I, I really liked it. I do think, like I said, it was hard not to compare and I loved the book. So I think that we'll talk about um, some of the limitations of it being on film mm-hmm. and some of the things we kind of lost in the translation. Yeah. So this is Jen. Um, I liked it. Um, I, watched it a second time to prep for today because it had been a little while and I realized that the first time through I was working on other things and I just had tuned out I can't talk (laughs) tuned out for large portions of it and I think that's a sign that parts of it just weren't that compelling to me um I do think that the beauty pageant part like I got giddy like I love the end I think the end is really well done but I just miss like I talked in our episode where we talked about the book 
all of the work Julie Murphy does to build up to the pageant and that it's mm-hmm. not all about the pageant. And so I just missed that because mm-hmm. I think the movie is about the pageant. Like that is the showpiece, that is the showstopper. That part is done well, but it just felt like shortcuts to get there. So I liked it. I mean, we'll talk about the casting and I thought there were a lot of really good things about it. Um, but I can't say I more than liked it. Mm-hmm. What about you, Sarah? Um, I feel the same as you, Jen. I, I liked it. I think that, I mean, and everyone knows from, if you listen to our our podcast on, on the book, I loved and mm-hmm. connected with this book so much, and I just thought it was fantastic. And so I was a little let down by the mm-hmm. movie, but I also agree with you, Ashley, in that I feel like that this movie, Dumplin', and also actually um, to all the boys we loved before, both Netflix um to all every not time, we. Every time you say that, I'm like, oh yeah, I still haven't yeah. watched that. <laughs> I think I can't I, wait to watch that. I think I said to all the boys we love before. To all the boys I <laughs> love before. One. Sorry, only one. It's been one of those Laura days. Jean. <laughs> <laughs> the Laura Jean book, you know. But I think both of those, which were both Netflix movies, mm-hmm. both not widely released movies, just released on Netflix. I think they both stand alone better than some of the yes. wider release movies yeah, that I've I agree. seen. And since I normally watch. Um, since I normally read YA books that are that are adapted to film, um, I drag my husband to some of those films, and I, often he is like asking me questions during the movie because the plot point. If you had don't have that background mm-hmm. information, right. um, the plot points sometimes get a little lost in the shuffle. I think like right. with the Hunger Games that happened, and with the Harry Potter movies that happened for him. So I feel like these movies stand alone really well. They're complete. Mm-hmm. They feel like the the narrative is doesn't have any holes in it in Agreed. the movie. But I just really feel like this one, um, like you, Jen, it just lost something not having that build up. And I, I feel like the the relationship seemed a lot more shallow mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. movie because mm-hmm. you didn't have all that back work that Julie Murphy worked so hard to give us in the book. Yes. So that's kind of. But I did like it, and I mean, I enjoyed watching it. Same. I just. It just wasn't. It wasn't as impactful to me as the as the book. But mm-hmm. I did love the the part where they go to the bar and the, with the drag queens and yes. all that. I thought that was really almost exactly how I pictured it in my mind when I read the book. So I really liked that. I thought that was really. And well did done. you realize that Julie Murphy is in the scene at the yes, end, where I in the saw drag her. bar? Oh no, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I felt like that. I was thinking about that um, whole part. I have a cough drop here. <laughs> I'm trying to work it out. It's um, a struggling day for the podcast. <laughs> True. <laughs> it's That's also okay. really dreary weather. We're yes. actually lucky to be here. We it's a Friday concerned. afternoon. <laughs> anyway, that's all right. Yay! <laughs> they just bought me time to chew up yeah. my coffee. Yeah. All right. So, um, mm, oh yes, I was going to say about the bar. They're like, I felt like, I mean, I loved that in the book, but I did think that that was heightened mm-hmm. in the movie. Um, yeah. I loved the camaraderie i loved how they went back at the end yes. i thought that scene at the end was just phenomenal uh, all of them Yay. on the stage and um in representing so many different things i mean right. you know and i just felt like um they were so empowered i loved when um when dale and lee um were sitting next to millie's mom yes. and like oh all of gosh. that together i mean i just thought like those visual dynamics were really powerful mm-hmm. um and spoke to the way that Lucy brought together so many different parts of the community. And so, like, I did think that was really rich. Um, and I just thought that, Lee, like, where Lee was, like, showing them how to do everything, I felt like 
it was just really rich mm-hmm. to watch that um, and to see the girls be empowered by it. And yeah, so I mean, I, I thought that part was really sweet. And again, when they realized that that was Millie's mom that they were sitting next to, I mean, all of that and how they were just all so happy for her yeah. and um, so happy for the growth of each of the girls. And so, I mean, I thought that part was a really, yeah. a really rich part of the movie. I have goosebumps yeah. right now because uh-huh. I do. I love I the beauty pageant scene. I'm telling you, both times I have just been giddy because it just, mm-hmm. it just feels so happy and you see everything coming together but not in a cheesy way not in an inauthentic way even in the movie which does take some shortcuts it still felt like that part was earned and that the triumphs that the girls are experiencing are earned and so yes i love the, i and love just the, the valuing different ways to be yes. i mean i mm-hmm. felt like that that part came across i think julie murphy does a great job with that in the mm-hmm. book but then i felt like that part carried mm-hmm. over well into the movie and it really didn't have as much of a focus on um, relationships with boys, which yes. was kind of which in the movie, which I did feel like that was some. That it was more focused on in the book, mm-hmm. not ne- not necessarily too much, but it was mm-hmm. just more of a focus, and that was actually kind of nice. However, I did feel like the. I did feel like Bo's role in the movie seemed really trite yes. and yeah. not really well. I mean, I didn't. I didn't really feel like I should be rooting for them to be together right. because they did not seem to have developed much of anything except like a makeout session, uh-huh. you know, yeah. which is in the book, you find that they have this deep connection and they've talked a lot about, mm-hmm. you know, their, the things they struggle with. And so I felt that part was not yeah. as, yeah, Bo I think not. where he said like the line um, where he has that really amazing quote about people who, you know, he, that he's sorry for any person who'd ever made her feel less mm-hmm. than beautiful. It's such a powerful quote, but then, yeah, I felt like it didn't resonate in right. the way that it does in the book because you don't have the backstory. Mm-mm. It feels like a line yeah. instead yeah. of this really deeply felt moment. Um, and I couldn't get over that, you know, Mitch wasn't in there at all because <laughs> I, I think that just showed so much. And, again, I mean, I know they have to make those choices in the film, um, but it was hard when he wasn't in there at all because I think that showed so much about her character right. and mm-hmm. her working through who she was and what her relationships were like um, that we didn't see that complexity of her character because that whole role wasn't there. Yeah. yeah. Like I endorse the book or the movie not being just about the romance, but I feel like because it was there – you needed to see that it was about more than just Bo's really cute. Yeah. Um, Which and, that's what it definitely felt yeah, like. Yeah. So, I mean, he's and this cute like- guy who's always has a sucker, <laughs> which that's not explained in the movie unless I missed it. No. Whereas in the book, that has a real purpose and is part of the story that he shares with her. Yeah. It just felt like all the talking was missing. Yeah. I just needed the talking. <laughs> well, and I, It's I, not I, just attraction. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and I mean, it seemed like they only had that one encounter yes. on the back of the truck with the meteor. But, like, in the book, it's over months and months mm-hmm. and months right. of them connecting and having those right. meetings where they not only make out, but they also <laughs> talk. So, yeah. And the disconnecting and then reconnecting. Yeah. And, yeah, just – and even – I mean, the fact that that was one of the last moments. I was glad that they had the scene in the bar after that being the last moment because I think if that had been the very last scene, that would have been disappointing. Yeah. That she goes back to, you know, say, yes, I want to be with you. It it just didn't resonate the way it did. It's not a statement about herself the way it is in the book. Well, and she really didn't – it didn't feel like much of a struggle either Mm -hmm. in the movie. And in the book, I mean, it was a real struggle. And she had real serious self-doubts about – I don't know. I About just her felt, ability to even yeah, have the relationship. Right. Yeah, because I felt like she goes she goes all dressed up 
But it's almost like instead of having to instead of in the book where she's like flipped a switch right. and mm-hmm. has discovered herself essentially and feels empowered and then is able to make this choice. Mm-hmm. It was just like, Oh, I'm all dressed up and here <laughs> <Yeah>. I am. <laughs> and yeah. so like you said, Jen, I mean, I loved, I thought that, you know, having this scene in the bar again, mm-hmm. I thought that was the stuff that was really effective in the yeah. movie. And so I was glad that they ended on that because mm-hmm. I think that was something to celebrate as opposed to the relationship that we didn't as movie watchers right. have a good sense of. And I felt the same way with Ellen in the movie versus the book. Yeah. Like I just felt like so much of the book was them at odds Mm -hmm. and how she was mourning the loss of her friend. She'd had all that time and that was how Mitch got going Mm -hmm. and a lot of how her relationship with Millie and Hannah and Amanda who wasn't in the movie Mm -hmm. like how all of that forms is because Mm -hmm. of this conflict and that happened so much later in the movie and was so minor. It felt so Mm -hmm. minor and so like I feel like yeah, it was interesting to me that that was an essential part of the conflict in the book, mm-hmm. and then it felt really glossed over in the film to me. Yeah. And that made me sad because I feel like that is something that um, as teenager, teenagers struggle with, mm-hmm. you know, the changing of friendships and how, you know, when you have a boyfriend or you make new friends, at le- just like, um, in the, like in the book it did it so well, but like how friendships change and you grow Mm -hmm. and sometimes you grow in different ways and I was really sad that that wasn't a part of the movie because Mm -hmm. I thought that was something that that Julie Murphy did really well in Mm -hmm. the book I agree I do think I thought the Ellen and Willow Dean relationship felt much richer than the Willow Dean and Bo like you understood why they were friends I thought that it was really sweet to see them interacting Mm -hmm. like the beginning when they're singing together and like you could tell that they cared for each other. So I did feel like the movie did a better job building up the friendship. Yes. It's just mm-hmm. the conflict was should have been a bigger part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. What about, what about the other casting? Like, um, I mean, and just in general, Willow Dean's, the casting of Willow Dean. Willow Dean mm-hmm. Gosh, I'm sorry. Struggle. Um, Willow <laughs> Dean, uh, Rosie, Ellen, and Millie specifically. Because to me, they felt like the the main characters uh-huh. that were we were with the most. Yeah. I thought it was really strong. I, I did really too. I, I mean, liked I liked those casting choices the best. Mm-hmm. When we got to Hannah, yeah. I was kind of bewildered by her character. Yes, that and was I very I strange. mean I, I liked her in the movie fine. Again, I think if I hadn't read the book, mm-hmm. her her fine. role would have been fine. Yeah. But yeah. it was so different than the way I perceived her in the book. I mean so profoundly different yes. than the way I perceived mm-hmm. her in the book. Um that that was strange to me, mm-hmm. like how kind of upbeat she was. And um, yeah, like all of her antagonistic characteristics were like really cheerful. Yeah. Which just mm-hmm. I didn't feel. And the weird tooth prosthetic. So I thought what they did with her character was fine, but. In the book, she's such a clarifying <laughs> presence for Willow Dean. And I felt like that was lost. And just her presence was quite different than it was in the book. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that wasn't my favorite. I do think Millie, I thought mm-hmm. was amazing. I loved her. I thought Jennifer great. Aniston it was fabulous. And she had such a role in bringing about the movie that just that backstory makes me happy that she loved the book so much that she really wanted to be made into a movie and mm-hmm. that she reached out to Dolly Parton and Dolly Parton wrote new music. I mean, I just think, like, the female empowerment yeah. of the backstory is really exciting. So, and one of my the one of my favorite scenes in the movie is when at the very beginning when she when um uh Dumplin has to give 
her mom a ride, and when they're driving the car, I'm like, where's the mom? Where is she? And then they get there, and she's oh, awesome. laying in the back seat. That was awesome. That was so good. Yeah, it was Jennifer really Aniston. And like the, them getting her great. out of the car. Yes. <laughs> it was awesome. Just scooch, scooch, scooch. Well, and I just, yeah, I thought most of the casting, I don't know that there was bad casting. I thought some of the characterization, I didn't love the way it changed, but I thought the actors were all solid. Yeah. yeah. I have to say, I couldn't get over how old Bo looked, which I guess is maybe yeah. silly. And I mean, that, there's nothing the actor could do about that. And he, right. he's, he was fine. His acting was fine. But I just was preoccupied with that. But he was also not in there that much, no. too. No, he wasn't. Just... So in some ways it didn't matter, right? Yeah. Um, but I think Mitch not being in there, Ashley, like you said, was just a huge yeah. loss to being able to understand Willow Dean's yeah. character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought toward the end there were several huge changes that I thought were really interesting that, again, I was preoccupied by because I had just read the book. But I did think they stood alone really well. Like, I loved the swimsuit mm-hmm. move. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and how they were, like, you know, they stood out there together and had the swimsuits on with the duct tape <laughs> and the everybody's a swimsuit body. I mean, I thought that was great. And, yeah, and I those think- shots of the audience reacting to it and trying to figure out what it said, I thought were also clever. Because I think the whole audience was probably trying to figure out what what do these girls have taped on their swimsuits anyway yeah yeah, yeah. so I, I mean I loved that part I think there were a lot of physical things that you know where they showed the scene and it was really impactful um but I thought like I thought all this stuff about Rosie and Lucy was interesting where mm-hmm. she found the um, application mm-hmm. and she worried that she'd given too much away. I mean, I thought all that was really tender, but was also kind of different than what mm-hmm. we saw in the mm-hmm. book. Yeah. Um, I think it was just, it had to be more explicit because I don't know that it would have read on screen. Mm-hmm. So I think some of that is just trying to, because, you know, there's so much of the book that is internal. Yeah, I think it was just, there were so many things that, like when um, the scene when Dumplin has to go look in the mirror after she's made out with a bow for the first time and is feeling self conscious. There's, it's so hard to have that inner monologue in I a movie. I thought they did a good job I did too. with that. I, I did too, and I think good. they didn't do a lot of voiceover. They yes. didn't rely heavily on having voiceover as a way to mm-hmm. get in that so, internal yeah. dialogue. So I agree, Ashley. Monologue. I think some of those scenes toward the end, it, it made a lot of it. Like it, it reinforced the message that I think we all loved about the book. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I thought that scene was really powerful, mm-hmm. but again, I just felt like it was really different than, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think in the book, I didn't get a sense that Rosie was at all regretful yeah. about being ready to move on. Yes. Right. Yeah. Whereas I felt like that scene suggested that she was mm-hmm. in some ways. So, I thought it was interesting in the movie that we um, find out who wins the pageant. Whereas uh-huh. that yes. was a huge, I mean, like, I felt like that was a very intentional thing that happened in the book that we don't find out. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. was. I thought that was pretty interesting and pretty significant change as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I just love that Millie comes in second. I yeah, I think just that whole part mm-hmm. where seeing how thrilled she was, um, you know, and then seeing everybody celebrate for mm-hmm. her. I and was the awesome. actress was awesome. She was she great. She was really great. good. Well, I think, too, not showing the other girls being resentful. Not just the main characters, but nobody looks unhappy that she came in second. Mm-hmm. So it just feels like if Willow Dean's goal in joining the pageant was to make a difference, it feels like she achieved that. You know, even Callie, who's, you know, presented as a pain, doesn't, you don't see a reaction shot of her looking angry or envious, which mm-hmm. I think in a kind of a cheaper movie, 
it would have played up her as a mean girl. And it didn't. Mm-hmm. She was excited that she came in second runner up. Yeah. Yeah, that reminds me about Rosie's dress at oh. the end. <laughs> oh, that changed. And I thought that was. <laughs> <laughs> that did change. And that was um, definitely a different yes. piece. <laughs> it was great. But I thought that was nice because the whole thing's about breaking with tradition. So why not break that tradition too? Yeah, I mean, I think in some ways it was like the the absurdity of her in the dress um, <laughs> is powerful uh-huh. because I think it shows that she is learning to take herself a little more lightly. And mm-hmm. so that is really difficult different than than the clipping even though it has the same idea of like the dress doesn't fit and you just have to keep going and um you know and focus on what matters but yeah I mean I thought all of that was really fun yeah interesting twist yeah I like that but I do think that that's way different than what Uh the mess like I I mean I think that that is way different than her you know insisting in the book because I don't feel like Rosie grew as much as in the book as she yes. grew over the course of the movie. Uh-huh. Because yeah. I think in the book she was like she was staying the course and she was going to be in the dress and it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't feel like she grew that much as a character. Yeah, because yes. I think the book's emphasis is more on Willow Dean understanding her mom more, right. not on her mom understanding herself more. Right. And so I think that shift. I mean, it played well. And yeah. Jennifer Aniston again because she's such a great actress. I thought you saw it in her on her face and just in the way she played it just yeah kind of her laughter toward the end she again she could have played that really differently but she just carried it off <laughs> it was so good it's such a good scene and i was not expecting it because i've since i had read the book i'm like oh wait that is totally different oh, yeah. <laughs> um what do you what about passing on the brooch what did you that i mean that was totally again another yeah. mm-hmm. totally different thing and it was a, it was symbolic yeah, kind of in the book, but it, I mean, it was truly symbolic in the mm-hmm. movie, and it was yeah. a bigger deal. I felt like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think what Jen was saying, like it was like it's another physical. I mean, it was a choice mm-hmm. to have a physical representation that was very clearly symbolic. So I think it did serve that purpose, um, but I also think it spoke to um, the suggestion of what we were saying about Rosie and the way that she um, changed mm-hmm. and how will it, and it, it would definitely suggest that like Willa Dean's love for Rosie overcomes her desire to hold on to this part of Lucy yes. and that she's willing to pass it on mm-hmm. is significant. Um, because, you know, we talked when we discussed the book about how in a lot of ways, because Lucy was so much like her mom and that she felt that Rosie didn't, um, do enough basically as she was growing up then there was this suggestion with that choice that um, she embraced her as she was and you know was willing to share this really special thing mm-hmm. that she'd found from Lucy mm-hmm. yeah yeah I thought all that was interesting yeah I did think too um, after Willow Dean is suspended and um, Rosie comes and picks her up and then Willow Dean storms off and Rosie's following her in the car and yelling of course Lucy was more a mom to you and got to do all these fun things with you. I'm sorry I couldn't because I was working to support you. I just thought it was interesting to see that resentment because, again, in the book, that was one thing that I liked, that she didn't seem to resent Willow Dean, even though in many ways they had a tough life because she had had her. And so I thought almost that guilt trip was Mm -hmm. an interesting addition. I didn't think it was a big deal, but I was like, oh, that's a side of her – she may have been thinking it in the book, but we don't see evidence of it. She was so careful, maybe, to keep that from Willow Dean. And that came so quickly in the movie, yes. too. Because, uh, I mean, it wasn't exactly – I mean, it just felt so much more 
um, warranted in the mm-hmm. book. Not that not that what that guy was saying in the movie was was not was didn't warrant mm-hmm. a kick in the groin or a knee in the groin. <laughs> <laughs> but in the book, like she had been like, I mean, she was just done. She yeah. had been tolerating, and then she went in. Mm-hmm. That was like the last straw. Yeah. Whereas it just seemed like she kind of snapped right away and did it. So mm-hmm. I felt like um, in the book, it made it seem like Willow Dean had tried everything mm-hmm. and like it was the bullying wasn't stopping and then right. she was taking it into her own hands whereas in this one it seemed like the first thing that is said she was like not gonna have it which right. either way i mean yeah it just and was part different. of it too was protecting millie yeah which i think wasn't really a part of it in the book unless i'm remembering wrong now i feel like i'm getting the book and baby mixed up well and it, it was that it was in the book there were two parts. different incidents right yeah. so there was an the incident where he was harassing millie and, and she, she tries saved, to protect yeah. her from that and through distraction right? right that's the beginning mm-hmm. yeah and then separately there yeah. was yeah. so, so it kind of merged it together yeah yeah which happened yeah yeah well, it would have been a very long movie if they put everything in. I would have been right. in for it, I yeah. think. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, and I do have to say, the, the use of Dolly Parton throughout and the music, I just thought was wonderful because they were so careful to explain why Dolly Parton meant so much to Willow Dean and to Lucy and to Ellen. And so I thought that was such a great central part of, of the movie. Yeah. I thought that was done really well. Yeah. For me, it was really nostalgic because um, – when watching Ellen and uh, Willow Dean, you know, sing the songs that they loved from their childhood, that just made me feel so nostalgic for my, you know, my friends growing mm-hmm, up because mm-hmm. of that. I mean, I we did that kind of stuff. We would drive mm-hmm. around in our car and sing the songs yeah. that. I don't know. It just made me. It just was so. It was so authentic, mm-hmm. and I really liked that mm-hmm. so much. Well, does anyone have any? A closing <laughs> statements before we wrap up. I feel like we've discussed a lot. Yeah. Um, but does anybody have any? Everybody good? Mm-hmm. Everybody rests. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Their case rests for this. Well, um, we want to thank you for joining us today for our discussion on the book to movie adaptation of Dumplin'. We hope you enjoyed it. And again, like we said at the beginning, we would love it if you would go to iTunes and rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Um, it helps so much. And also, f- you can follow us on all the socials at Unabridged Pod. Do you have comments or opinions about what you heard today? We would love to hear them. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher, on Instagram and Twitter at Unabridged Pod, or on the web at unabridgedpod.com, or on our Patreon page. We'd like to thank Jared Featherstone, who composed our theme music, Strings of Light. Many thanks to Katie Amy of Amy Photography, our podcast photographer, and Tim Rieger, our videographer. Thanks for listening to Unabridged.